Hello, everyone. This is Future Day here editing the podcast. I just had to say here, I made a mistake and I made it multiple times in this episode and also in the next episode, just as a heads up. I say we are back for season five. We're actually back for season six. <laughs> That's how long it's been, y'all, that the brain, she ain't working no more, okay? We're back for season six. Um, Yay. We're <laughs> so excited. So every time you hear me say, yay, we're back for season five, just know what I really mean is we're so excited to be back for season six. Um, yeah, thank you for sticking it out with me. Um, and without further ado, let's get into the actual episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay With Day. I am your host, Day. And if you're watching the video, you just saw me do all kind of weird things with my hands because like it's been so long I don't even know what to do with my hands anymore <sighs> y'all I know it's been a minute it has been a year chow it's been a year <sighs> I don't know when this is gonna come out but at the time of this recording we're still here in the month of December 2023 and I'm exhausted. If you're watching the video, you can see on my face. The bags under my eyes are in full swing here. I am tired and I am tired for many, many reasons. But we're here, y'all. We are back for season five. I have been thinking about the podcast for months, really. And you all know by now, if you've been hanging with me at this point, then anytime I'm gone for a while, life is life in. It, I'm having a very difficult time. And I'm going to be real, y'all. I'm still having a hard time. I am not okay. And I really struggle to... I struggle with, okay, I want to come back with a podcast. I want to, you know, produce content things that are not just me talking about my life and talking about all of my struggles but other things but that all requires mental energy and strength that I'm going to be honest I have been lacking over the past couple months and so it's been difficult but I've decided that hey the podcast is called I'm not okay with day therefore even though I am not okay I'm going to come up here and we gonna talk about it because that's the point. So here I am, y'all. Um, I kind of swear I have a plan in my head, but I don't really know where we're going to go. So we're just going to be here along the ride for the journey. <laughs> but let's start with some type of way. Let's just jump right in. What happy you on some type of way? I've been in a very dark place for months but I'm gonna say honestly this entire year has been really trash <laughs> this has been a hard year like 80% of this year I feel like has been garbage okay the worst terrible but yesterday 
was a really good day. Well, you know, I'm not even say that, y'all. <laughs> Yesterday in the evening, <laughs> the evening portion was good. And that's because I went to the Pentatonix concert. If you know me, you know that I am a Pentatonix stan. Love them. And I was having a hard day, a hard couple days. But going to the concert just uplifted my spirit. It gave me everything I needed. Okay, y'all, I was in there jamming, living my best life, thoroughly enjoying myself, like so present. It was beautiful. They are so talented. And just music. Oh, music has such a way of just filling my spirit when I need it. And so it was beautiful. I had a great time and it had me feeling just a little ounce of joy in this Christmas season. Whereas outside of that, I haven't been feeling that joy. So let's talk about it though. Let's let's just dive in, y'all. So last time I was here, I think by myself, I think it was a pretty rough episode too. I think I was in a pretty dark place. And uh, to be honest, we still there, y'all. <laughs> what has changed? Not a lot. I'm going to be honest. I've been really having a hard time too because my support system has been asking me recently like, you know, what what is going on? Like what what's happening? And the truth is nothing in particular has happened in that there's no like major event or like precipitating factor or something that is making me that like has happened to me and it's been hard to explain because of that because there is the part of me that feels like I need to have a reason to feel this way or to feel to be struggling that makes me like invalidate myself but so the best way I can explain it and I'm gonna I'm gonna do two things today we're gonna talk about feelings feeling the feels that's what we're calling this episode but I need to explain a few things I guess like to set like the context maybe um so something about me y'all that really my closest the closest people to me will know I am really good at intellectualizing and what that means is, like, you know, there are defense mechanisms, you know, the ones that everybody knows, like projecting, displacement, justification. My go-to defense mechanism is intellectualization. Intellectualizing. Is that right? Intellectualizing. Yes. My emotions. Meaning that I've spent so long disconnected from my actual emotions that my go-to is to intellectualize how I feel instead of like feel it so I am pretty good with explaining what it is that I'm feeling and all the different things that are making me feel this way instead of like feeling it <laughs> and so let's just set the stage there so if you have been following me along, um, you know, obviously everything started here in this podcast with my divorce and I started, I would say like a self 
healing journey before my divorce officially well before divorce was even a thing and then you know once the divorce once my ex asked me for a divorce then that became the forefront of everything and so when I started therapy you know obviously I'm there to like to process my divorce and everything that happened but I had such a an interesting relationship with my emotions, which I'm sure a lot of us do. The way that my emotions and I were set up is we did not get along. And by get along, we were strangers, okay? We, the way I can think about my emotions and I from the past is like, you know when you go to a place and you see the same people, you see, maybe you see a person that's there, you don't know them, you know, you don't have any kind of relationship with them, but you see them around, like, you know of them, but you know nothing about them, like, like at college, like, we all went to college, and we all, um, well, not we all, but the point is, like, most of us who went to college, it's, it's a big campus, like, there are many people there, we only probably talked to a few people, but there's always, like, some people that you see around all the time, you don't know them, but you see them, and I feel like that's how it's been with my emotions, where, I see them. (laughs) I don't know them though. So it's like, I can walk right past them. You know, if I see them somewhere, maybe I don't make eye contact. It's like that. (laughs) And I've been in this process of trying to get to know my feelings, trying to identify what they are, trying to respect them, trying to acknowledge them. And so it's been a journey because I've been very resistant to it because I honestly didn't know how to feel them. And I think a lot of us probably can relate to that, especially if you've been raised in a culture like mine, like I, you know, like when you're young, you're crying and your parents are like, why are you crying? And don't cry. And like, it's just... There are certain things that are just not normalized in our society. And I was also the person who felt like, you know, that's weak. And I wanted to be strong. And I'm a strong person. And so I just had a really difficult time with my emotions. But, you know, here comes divorce. That is like the hardest thing I've ever been through in my entire life. And I am now faced with having to deal with everything that comes with that. And I can't even, because I can't even like feel, I can't even let myself feel, I can't even identify what it is I am feeling. And so in my therapy process, I've been working on, you know, feeling the feels and not judging myself for it. And so I am now currently in a place where I am less judgmental toward my feelings, but I haven't fully embraced them yet but what's happening and here's how I'm going to describe them (laughs) right now today I feel like my emotions are like in-laws that you don't necessarily like but you have to tolerate you know because they're your in-laws and they just show up at your house and you didn't ask them to come and oh here they are and you can't like send them away so they're just in there and 
you want them to go, but you don't really have a choice because they're just here. I feel like this is where I am. I'm at with my feelings right now. They're here. I can't control them. They're coming out. Oh, they are coming out. I am a what? A balloon filled with water at any moment. Anything can up, oh, stick it, pop, burst. Psh, that's where I'm at right now, you guys. And let me tell you, for someone who has been disconnected emotionally for years, to now get to a place where I don't even have a choice, really, <laughs> like where I'm feeling so many different things. Oh my gosh, y'all. I am struggling with that so, so much. It is the hardest thing I've ever had to do because what is happening to me is I'm feeling the pain of today and also the pain of a year ago and two years ago and three years ago and four and five and six and eight ten years ago and that is overwhelming to say the least that's like an understatement but there's no other word to say overwhelming and so it is hard I'm also working on processing some trauma, which makes it even more difficult. And I don't know what the balance is of, okay, process feelings, work through this, also be a human that's functioning and has to be an adult and get things done and has responsibilities and also feel these feelings. It's just, it's just so much. I'm getting triggered left, right, and center, y'all. The month of December is a very difficult month for me for many reasons. Um, also, I realize the holiday season in general is also difficult, as I'm sure it is for most, but there is a heightened sense of loneliness, grief, sadness, even some hopelessness in there, and it's... It's hard, you guys. I've been having headaches for the past couple weeks, and I know that they are related to stress because they started coming up once I started talking through certain things in therapy, and um, they have not gone away. And I've been trying to let myself feel more, and I have, y'all. Let me tell you that I've cried every single day <laughs> for the past, I don't even know how long. And I'm not talking about just like, you know, the little one tear. No, I've like cried, wheezed. And for me, that is, that is a lot. Because I don't know if I mentioned this. I think it was, a, I was talking about crying one, one in one of the episodes. And I was talking about the fact that I've never let myself break down. Like, I never do that. But, chow, I have not had the choice. It feels like it is happening, whether I like it or not. Okay, them in-laws, them in-law feelings, they are here. Ooh. And, but I've been less resistant to them. I have been feeling them. I've been letting myself. And no part of that has been easy. And I feel very exhausted I'm burnt out 
I'm having a hard time taking care of myself because it all feels so intense and overwhelming and it's hard and I think one of the hardest hardest parts is like I'm feeling a lot of emotions I'm processing a lot of hard things and I feel like I'm doing them alone and I mean a part of me like I do have to deal with them alone like no one else is gonna heal for me they can't but I guess it enhances my sense of loneliness because of how intense I feel and how the fact that all of my closest friends and family are really far away like I don't have anyone to sit in it with me physically and to comfort me when I'm like bawling my eyes out for the 10 millionth time crying myself to sleep like I should have brought my, my tissues. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> Did I play myself by not bringing my tissues close by here? It is hard. Um, I have many battles in my head also. Like, okay, I feel sad but I also have responsibilities you know I am a therapist I have to be present for my clients I also have responsibilities like at church commitments I've made I also want to be a good friend to my friends I want to be a member of society and I also want to not neglect myself because I've done that enough but I don't know how when I'm experiencing emotions that I've never felt before and that I don't know how to handle and it is so much but you know what I used to do in the past because I never had the tools to deal with my emotions is numb them by avoiding them completely by distracting myself with all kinds of stuff and as I started doing this, like in recent months, I felt so out of control with my emotions that I've been like, okay, well, I just need a distraction. Like I just need something. And all of my old like tactics, all of my old uh, ways of distracting myself are no longer working. And it's getting harder and harder to avoid my emotions. And there was one day in particular recently, I remember that I talked about something so hard in therapy and I ended the session and I was just like locking this up. I'm not coming back to this right now, which is okay. Like in general, like that's okay to do, especially when you're working on really hard stuff. But for me personally, the idea of like opening the box, closing it, open, closing, it's an unhealthy, it's something I've told myself I had to do, like need to compartmentalize but it's not really healthy for me is what I realized like it is actually detrimental because I never really come back to it in the past and it just like builds into something greater you know and 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 so here we are where I tried to do that y'all and it wasn't working and I couldn't to the point where I um 
I was feeling so depressed and I didn't know why. And I remember like after like four days of feeling terrible, I went to my best friend and I was like, I just started talking about everything, crying, letting it out. And do you know what happened, y'all? I felt better. <laughs> what do you know? Talking about it makes you feel better. Who knew? Oh my gosh. And so, yeah, like I really felt like it, it was going to be important for me today just to talk about the fact that we need to feel our feels, y'all. We have got to feel our feelings. Last week, I think I mentioned earlier about intellectualizing. Last week, I was in therapy, but my therapist had to call me out. My therapist had to call me out because she asked me, oh, not this fly coming in here disrespecting me right now. How rude. Yeah, my therapist came in. We were talking about something and she asked me, you know, how I felt about it. And child, why did I, why was I there just explaining it in a way, intellectualizing? And she literally called me out and she's like, okay, but um, what is the emotion? And yeah, as soon as she asked me that, I wrote down immediately because I realized in that moment that I had not felt. And yeah, I've, I've been doing this weird dance of like, okay, must not feel, need to compartmentalize, even though that's not what I'm doing. I'm just pushing it away. I'm avoiding. And it's catching up to me. It's too much. Can't do it. And so, yeah, I'm here now feeling all the feels. It's exhausting. I'm very sad. I'm very lonely. I am grieving a lot. I'm crying every day. I'm begging the Lord every day for comfort and peace. I'm not really feeling like I'm getting it. I'm going to be honest. It's been a very difficult journey, honestly, with my relationship with God, especially. We've been up and down because it feels like my prayers have gone unanswered for years and I'm struggling and that is okay y'all and that's really the point of this whole episode I wanted to obviously catch y'all up on what's happening which like <laughs> that's happening there's nothing like major you know I'm still working through a lot of the things what I've been doing recently is talking a lot about my divorce a lot about my marriage things that happened in the marriage that have really affected me I realize I'm really traumatized y'all <laughs> I didn't realize how traumatizing my marriage was to me and coming to certain realizations is very difficult to face and you know it's coming with some judgment. And I think that's part of why feeling my emotions is even more difficult because I have like internal judgment on myself because I feel a certain way and because of certain things that have happened, even though like it's totally normal. And a lot of things that I'm feeling shame about aren't even my fault, but it, there's just a lot there. You know, but anyways, the point of all of this is I want y'all to know it is okay to not be okay. And it is okay to feel your feels, y'all. Your feelings are not the enemy. And I'm telling you this as someone who has been begging and pleading for God to take the pain away. 
as recently as two days ago because of just how intense and overwhelming it feels like like I said this is not fun this is not easy but I'm at this place right now because I haven't felt my emotions because I haven't dealt with certain things and I'm not blaming my past self for that because I know that I didn't have the tools at the time to do so to deal with it to face it And now I do because I've gone through certain things. I'm older. I'm wiser. (laughs) And I have grown. But it does not make the process any easier. And I'm saying this with faith that it will get better. I don't know. I mean, I'm not experiencing it right now. I'm going to be real. In the sense that I'm not better. I... December is a hard month. The holidays is a hard season. I am not okay. And I'm probably going to not be okay for a while. That is okay. But I'm trusting in the fact that going through this process and letting myself feel these things will help me in the long run. I mean, and truthfully, I mean, let me not say, let me say that I have experienced thus far growth because of my willingness to go to certain emotional places and to challenge myself and to um, face certain things and it has helped me so there has been I would say some evidence to point to that hey like feeling your feelings can help you in the long run um So I have experienced that um, to an extent thus far. And I believe it will help me in the future also, like just continuing on this journey. And so this is my sign to you. This is my me to you telling you, don't run away from your feelings anymore. Face them look at them look at yourself in the mirror you're not gonna die I know I felt like I just absolutely cannot to this day there are times and I mean I cry pray and I'm like lord I can't I can't I can't do this anymore but somehow (laughs) we still here I still do it some way somehow I don't know and so what you think is gonna kill you doesn't it won't hold on I've been trying to hold on myself I've been holding on and this is just from a fellow struggler (laughs) to another hold on feel your feels it's okay you can handle them you can handle this and you're not alone you are not alone I know that for me especially I've definitely felt some loneliness in this process and it tricks me into thinking that I am actually alone but I'm not that is depression honestly even the devil talking you're not alone so that's it y'all 
here we are, first episode back. I hope to obviously continue. Um, and I'm going to continue being real and coming to you as my most authentic self, whatever that looks like, because I am embracing my flaws and my, I'm just not trying to like present as like anything except what I actually am anymore, you know? So now let's move on to what God has taught me. Hmm. Like I said, y'all, I have been having a hard time with the Lord. Um, God and I, we've been going through it. We're still together. Okay. <laughs> We're making it work. We're committed to each other. We're not going to leave each other, but we're going through a rough patch right now. And, you know, there have been many moments when I feel like God is not there for me. And I've talked about this before, that sense of abandonment. And it still comes up from time to time. And there are times when I'm praying to the Lord, please take this pain away. I don't want to feel this anymore. And I... I still feel it. And in these moments, I feel like, God, like you're not hearing me. Why are you not? Why? Why? You know? But something I've noticed is that when I get to this place, sometimes I listen to music because it's the only thing that I can do. Like I can't even get to a place where I can read the Bible. And I've been listening to these songs talking about God being with us. And I just start crying immediately because it's like recently I've literally felt, I know it's God. Every time I think you've left me, you're not with me. Why are you, why am I doing this alone? It's like, I almost hear him say, you're not, you're not alone. I'm here with you. I am here. And so I've been circling around the Bible I've been working on. A, my own personal study on God's character because I felt like I need to really understand who he is. I feel like my understanding of him is not based on reality. And so that's what I've been focusing on. And I've been kind of all over the place, but where I've landed recently is an exodus with Moses going to, when God calls him to go to get the people out of Israel and what God tells Moses as he comes and he's like, Lord, I can't, like, I can't talk. I don't want to do this. He literally is like, God sends somebody else. He brings up all these different excuses. What God tells him is, I will be with you. And this seems to be a theme that comes up a lot. Like recently, like I hear God telling me, I am with you. I am with you. And I've been resisting it sometimes because I'm like, but how, how are you with me when all this bad stuff has been happening? Like, there's no way, but God has shown me time and time again through uh, so many different things. Up until recently, I was driving y'all in the middle of the road, um, traffic, unmoving, my car shut off. I could not... My car shut off, first of all. It was traffic. We were stopped. So thankfully, no one ran into me because 
the traffic wasn't moving. Then it turns out on randomly and I can't press the brake and I keep like pressing, pressing. It's not, it's not pressing. And I literally cried to the Lord and I'm like, Jesus, help me. I need you. And I managed to press the brake, turn the car off, turn it back on. Everything is back to normal, y'all. Perfect. No problems. And this is just one small example of how the Lord has shown me amidst everything that he is with me. And so that's why we're still together because I can't leave him because he keeps showing me that he's there for me. He's with me. I'm not alone. And it is honestly the thing that's getting me through this whole thing. Um, and that's what I want to remind y'all. I mean, I said it already, but I know it can feel so lonely and isolating, but you're not alone in this. Not just like with the people that you have for support, but God is with you. And even when you don't feel like he's there, he is there. He is there. And I'm a testament to the fact that he has been there for me, even when I can't see him working. My friend Alwyn, y'all, we had him on the podcast. He has a song called I Am With You. Child, that song makes me cry every time. Okay. <laughs> it really hits me. Um, because it's true, you know. Um, and so if you are struggling, if the holidays are really hard for you, if this year has been trash for you, you're not alone. I'm there with you. <laughs> but most importantly, God is too. So I hope you take that with you. I hope we all can move forward in this upcoming year with more confidence in knowing that God is with us. With that, y'all, this has concluded our first episode back of season five. And I look forward to recording more of these, y'all, to be more consistent, <laughs> to getting back out here. So um, I hope that you will see me then or hear me then too. Until next time, y'all. Bye.